It's great to have you out tonight. Tonight is uh, designated for a special prayer time. If you, uh, hopefully you might have gotten one of those prayer sheets at one of the uh, entryways into the worship center. Uh, we're going to particularly spend time praying for missionaries tonight. And so there's a, a list of all the different missionaries and uh, even some special ministries that we support. Before we spend time doing that, I um, wanted to give a little bit of uh, thought to just our prayer lives. Um, primarily some practical suggestions. Romans 12, verse two, 12 says, We are to be rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, and devoted to prayer. Just think of that word for a moment, devoted to prayer. Would that describe your life? Devoted to prayer. Four other times in the New Testament, it speaks of prayer in this way. In Acts chapter 1, just after the ascension of Jesus, the disciples are waiting in Jerusalem for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it says, these all with one mind were continually devoting themselves to prayer. Along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Acts 2.42 of the early converts in Jerusalem, it says that they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and prayer. In Acts 6.4, the apostles say this, but we will devote ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word and that's good for leaders to make sure of, that we are examples to the flock, devoting ourselves to prayer. Colossians 4.2, Paul says to all of us, he says, devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. So from the scriptures, it's pretty clear that the normal Christian life should be characterized by being devoted to prayer. What does that mean? What, is it, what does it look like? If I ask the question, am I devoted to prayer? It means that there will be a pattern that could be characterized or described by you and someone else, but more particularly God, that you are devoted to prayer. It looks different from simply, number one, not praying, if you have a prayerless life. And it's not even marked by saying the blessing at supper or by, now I lay myself, now I lay me down to sleep. These are good things. You know, it's, it's always good to, to pray before meals, pray before you go to bed, all these things. But there needs to be something that would show that there's more of an intensity, more of a commitment to praying. So what I want to do tonight is beyond just challenging you and myself to be devoted to prayer, 
I want to give you some uh, steps of how to pray. Some suggestions. First of all, what should the form of prayer be? Should it be structured or unstructured? First of all, I think we should have some unstructured prayers. This is where you just pour out your heart before God. You practice your relationship with God and, and you have these free-flowing forms of prayer throughout the day or any time. And you go with what you think about. But if, if you only do that, your prayers may be shallow sometimes. They may be kind of trite. You may be repetitive in what you pray. You may be limited in what you pray. But I think that we can do better with more structured prayers, having some kind of pattern that will give us something to pray. In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19, Paul gives a good model for prayer. He says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in, earth, in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of His glory He may grant to you to be strengthened with power, through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And he, he goes on to, to pray some real spiritual necessities for believers to have if they're going to really succeed in the Christian life. And we would probably miss that kind of praying if we just depended upon ourselves to, to come up with things. But if you take a passage of scripture like this or a prayer in the Bible, then you're going to have a pattern that's going to remind you of things that you should pray about that are, are not things you would ordinarily think of. You know? And some of the patterns of prayer that we have are the Lord's Prayer in the Bible. Uh, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, etc., uh, and you can just pray right through that prayer and let it jog your mind to think about ways in which you would apply that to your life. You know, hallowed be thy name. Now start thinking about the attributes of God and who he is and how worthy he is to praise. Uh, there are different promises in the Bible that you can pray. There are also the Psalms. The Psalms are ready-made to pray. Uh, God has given you a prayer book, a hymn book for you to just, and I really encourage you to try this. Just pick a psalm and pray through it. Imitate what the psalmist does in praise, pouring out his heart because of his problems and his trials, asking for help, expressing to God that, you know, he doesn't seem close to you right now. And there's, there's a lot of uh, guidance for prayer in the psalms. One thing we're going to do tonight in just a few minutes is, is to look at a prayer list specifically for our ministry, our missionaries and other ministries. And prayer lists is a good structured way to pray. When you have uh, BFG times uh, before the worship service or uh, when you see newsletters or you see the uh, R-mail or you talk to people, it's good to write down prayer requests we say, you know, somebody says, uh, you know, I'm going through this trial. And you say, well, I'll pray for you, brother. You know, what would, I don't mean to question your integrity, but uh, sometimes we don't do that, don't we? 
Um, and what would help us is if we had a prayer list. If we actually took the time to, to write down things, to think through who are the people in our church that are, are in my life or in my family that I should be praying for. There are books that you could use that would help you in your prayer life. There's Operation World is a way to, to look through a book that just talks about missions around the world in different countries. Uh, praying through a, a book like Extreme Devotion or something like Voice of the Martyrs would give you a, a one-page glimpse into the suffering of Christians around the world. John Piper has a book called Let the Nations Be Glad, and he has a section there that prays through 36 things that the early church prayed for each other. Wouldn't that be wonderful to pray for us, pray for each other as believers, 36 things that we could pray for. And maybe you've heard of the Valley of Vision. It is a collection of Puritan prayers and very useful. You can also pray from patterns. If you think about uh, the acronym ACTS, many of you probably have heard of that. A-C-T-S, ACTS, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. Some people uh, like to pray in concentric circles. You know, you start with you and your relationship with God. You go out to the next circle of praying for your family, praying for your friends, praying for the church, praying for missionaries, you know, praying for... Uh, government officials and, and so on and so forth. Uh, we've also done something called the prayer wheel here where you can pray in five-minute increments for a whole hour of prayer. So where should you pray? What is the place to pray? You know, I think we should have times when we pray alone. We see the pattern there of Jesus and many others in the Bible. And we should also have times to pray in the assembly. In groups and that would be a good question to ask yourselves uh, do I pray alone do I really pray do I really focus my relationship on God and take advantage of the fact that you have uh, a voice with the creator of the universe and you have a great high priest who gives you access there our Lord Jesus Christ And the New Testament is full of corporate prayer gatherings. Most prayer in the New Testament is probably thought of in terms of gatherings. In Acts 1.14 it says, These all with one mind were continually devoting themselves to prayer along with the women, Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. That's, that's typical of what you find throughout the New Testament. The church gathered in prayer. And we want to do that more and more ourselves in gathering to prayer. Uh, when Peter got out of prison, it says he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, and which were, and many, many were gathered together and were praying. So, uh, What's our manner of prayer? What should be our manner of prayer? What should characterize our, our prayer? Two things. First of all, we ought to pray desperate. Desperate. We are not sufficient in and of ourselves. We should see our utter dependence upon the Lord, and we should want to make sure that we come to prayer 
for all of the needs, all of the issues that we're going to be facing in life and just pour yourself out before God just telling him that you're dependent upon him. He, he wants us to be humble. He wants us to be temp, uh, teachable. He wants us to watch him work. I think uh, Jason might have even read just you know that passage at the end of Ephesians 3 where it talks about uh, not to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all I ask or think. Be glory. You know, just, just think about the fact that whatever you can think about is really little in comparison with what God can do. And we also ought to pray delighted. If you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, if you have a relationship with the Father and the Son, you ought to be delighted to pray. And what should be the length of our prayer? I'm going to finish this up real quick so we can pray. Uh, we ought to have explosive prayer, short, short prayers throughout the day that uh, you, you pray for this, you pray for that, you know, just kind of exploding here and there. I like to think of it that way. And you ought to have also extended prayer. Do you have times that you schedule or that you think of, I need to spend a half hour in prayer today? And then finally, what should be the time for prayer? Time for prayer. That kind of goes with the explosive and the extended, really. Any time's a good time for prayer, <laughs> right? We're to pray without ceasing. But God wants us to be spontaneous. There's, there's no time throughout the day or night that you can't come to him. Isn't that amazing? If you want to meet with almost anybody in the world, you have to schedule a time. But you don't have to with God. But it's good to schedule a time so that you will make that appointment. So tonight, we just want to spend the rest of the time we have together praying for some of these things. Um, if you have a card near you and in your group, maybe you can uh, see it. Uh, you can grab one off of the one of the podiums at the corners. But I'll just read these and then give you a chance to, to pray for a few minutes. You can pray in a group or you can pray individually, pray as a couple. We want to pray for our missionaries. First of all, Patty Parks in Ireland, please pray for much needed rest as Patty takes, off, takes time off in August to recharge for fall ministries. Paul, Anthus, and Didier, Compassion for Congo, please pray for jobs for church members in an oppressive government-controlled society. Tan Molina in Spain, Tan and his family are in desperate need of housing by September 1st. They also need prayer for growth and protection of their infant church plant. And Kyle and Della Stringer in North Africa, please pray for the unity of their church, specifically between the English-speaking members of the local members and the local members. So La Gratia in the Philippines, pray for Pastor Nilo as he battles serious cancer in his organs and esophagus. And praise report, the ministry continues to grow. Carlos Montoya in Honduras, pray for the return of students for training. Melvin Romero in Honduras, pray for the return of families to their church and jobs for church members. Carlos Calderon, 
uh, El Salvador, pray for the provision of leaders within the church that will faithfully serve Christ and one another. And Pastor Gerges uh, in Egypt, pray for his new baby daughters, they're twins. Uh, pray for upcoming conference with Samir and Pastor Scott. Eddie Urbina, Costa Rica, pray for the new church plant in unchurched area. Um, Francisco Bustas, pray for the training and equipping of church leaders. War Ministries, pray for God's blessing over the new life skill classes beginning in August and God's continual favor with staff at the Vince Carter Sanctuary. Alpha Women's Center, praise God for the new facilities and continue to pray for a renewed gospel-centered emphasis in all they do. And Coastal Choices Women's Clinic, formerly Grace House, pray for those in the ministry as they outpour love while also remaining uncompromising on the gospel and upholding the value of God-given life. So I want you to take a time um, and just pray for each one of these. Pray with somebody beside you or um, pray for your, by yourself as well. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Lord God, Thank you for this opportunity for us to gather here tonight to pray. Thank you for reminding us of our missionaries. What a great privilege it is to be part of the gospel ministry around the world and in our own country as well. We pray, Lord, that our prayers would be effective. And we pray that we would recognize that having come to you, that we have your ear that you hear us and you care for us and you care about all of these endeavors uh, of the gospel spreading around the world and planting churches and taking care of the various missionary needs um, that you care way more than we do about this but in still in our hearts a passion for your glory through missions and help us lord to be very prepared to help minister to our missionaries in practical ways and we know this is the most practical way finding out what their needs are and praying for them lord bring to light uh, the needs that they may have at any time and help us to have a desire to keep in touch and to uh, keep updated on what the different issues might be in their lives we pray that you put this burden on our heart Thank you so much for this time that you've brought us together for corporate prayer and reminding us that we should be devoted to prayer. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen.